This is Bang Your Bookie's Wife, the sports gambling podcast that wonders if you build your program in God's name, image, and likeness and you lose to your arrival at home, does God hate you? Uh, we'll have to ask Dabo that. And I'm Joe Public, uh, joined by, of course, Rain Man, who is going to give us his big rubber this week. Rain Man, why do we call it the big rubber? Joe, because I've hit three in a row on big rubbers, and you know what happens when I do that. I get a little bit lazy, and what rhymes with three? D-U-K-E. Who the fuck you come to see? Duke Duke, motherfucker. Duke Duke, motherfucker. Duke plus six, first Notre Dame all the way. It's about to get hot. Uh it is a it is a matchup of profoundly white schools. I know you're looking forward to that. Uh, other end of the podcast, white hot past couple of weeks. Capper, it, it, what are you past couple of weeks? Is it seven zero and one six zero six six one and one? We knew it would come. Six one and one. We knew it would come. Can we get the total record? No. <laughs> Capper, what do you guys your big rubber? Nebraska plus seventeen. Ooh, go big red. Love that. Michigan. Um, I think the defense is too good here. I don't think Michigan will be able to um, cover the spread. Second in sack rate in the country. Great play. Listen, man, it's the real coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd, like a slapdick you are, man. Everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that. Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your fucking ass figured out. Go watch the real show. Watch. We will ban your bookies, wife. Step your game up. Stop being a slap dick. Make today a great day. This has been your bookies, wife. Great to be back after. Oh, it was a, a fairly stellar weekend of college football. It's not the best. It's not not quite as good this week. Uh, how did you gentlemen? take in last weekend a college football did you did you get to enjoy it i watched all the games it was amazing i felt like i should have been four no i know y'all are gonna make fun of me for this but clemson was the right play they missed a field goal to end regulation they had that sack fumble for touchdown for florida state clemson should have won that game they were the worst team though i will admit but i kind of called that to begin with uh, and then, oh my Fuck. God, Ohio State, Notre Dame, uh, 10 men on the field for the last two plays. Also, they were throwing the ball on these weird screen passes when they should have been running clock at the end of the fourth quarter. Weird move. Uh, that's on Marcus Freeman, not on Sam Hartman, but man, what an exciting night of college football that was. That was a, that was a really good game. Still I push. will say Sam Hartman scored 14 points at home against Ohio State. That's it. Wait, so you're you, – I mean, so I will give Joe credit that he's like, this is the kind of game Ohio State wins because they but win he did. this game. And that's the exact correct analysis because if you look at the stats, if you look at the game, they if you do. watch the film, Notre Dame should have won that game, should have yeah. won it outright, but they didn't because they're not Ohio State. So I will give Joe credit for that. Well, because because they're Notre Dame. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's a flip. It's both. It's both coins. Both sides of the coin. It was one of those mental things. I made some money betting live on Ohio State at the end because it was just one of those things where it's just like as soon as they had the opportunity, they and I saw Notre Dame is giving them soft cover. You can't give soft soft coverage 
to to that team, even if you're in defense mode. They got lucky Marvin didn't score. He got tackled right yep. at the goal line he before. Did. And it's just like, how the fuck is that guy catching the ball? How are you not tackling him? Well, did, they had 10 men on the, the field ball? for that play too, right? I think it's like a theme. I think they, they had 10 had men a, on the field for that play there, as well. There are a bunch of plays coming out over the last few weeks where they have 10 men on defense. Like, they just don't. Oh, um, they, it's so bad that they have a new signal. The cornerback nearest today. to the sideline has to do a signal now if they have 10 men. So the defensive lineman can just touch the offensive lineman and get an immediate penalty. Like, how insane yeah. is that? That's insane. I'm sorry. Um, Does that's it how Texas well ended their week? game against Bama. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's true. It's not what you're looking for. Who who wants to get ahead of Yum Kippur for next year and say they're sorry to Rain Man for me taking Oregon against Colorado? What, dude? We all said that we, was the right play. Literally every... With you. You, you keep on... You've been on this for four days. I'm You're never yeah, getting off that. You. I'm never getting off this because it seems so silly in my mind that everyone doubts me on this read. No but one doubted. Dude, you're did. literally the you're going against Dion with Dion mentality. It's so fucking weird. <laughs> He's channeling Dion. That's yeah, an dude. interesting. That's an interesting take, and I'm okay with that. Um, <laughs> I think. I think when you got to Friday and you had not heard from Dion. Um, the only thing you heard about from Colorado all week was that they were pumping in crowd noise for practice, and it was like the attention to detail. Dion is yeah, that was insane above anybody else, <laughs> and so like that was all you heard. And like every so team does you that. knew that it was going to be a little bit different um, Saturday. I think this one um, it was sealed. because like you heard you heard from Dion like Wednesday Thursday the first three weeks of the season. Yeah, he knew. No, Friday I, came and it was it was quiet. In my he mind, knew. it it was sealed as soon as the line came out for that one because Colorado had so much juice, and then you see oh they're twenty. This is going to be the most watched and bet on game of the week, and they're going to give them three touchdowns. Oh, this is going to be a fucking bloodbath. That was pretty much open and shut for me. Yeah, I I mean I have very different it's, it's opinions just be... about this coming week though, and I am excited to discuss. Well, we'll get those. into that later, no doubt. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult for them against some of the, you know, teams with way more depth and way more talent. Um, you know, I think Dion can get those teams to a certain point, but it's it's a little bit of a different animal when you go into to aughts and you go into play there's USC, no depth on that team play, so they can't afford injuries would you say yeah. it's the same beast but a different animal <laughs> well we're, they were working but not twerking they they were twerking but not working last weekend what's the yeah, yeah we get, have the official trademark here so we make sure we violate well, the right I'll, one I'll go, I'll go backwards because they were twerking last weekend not working okay. I think that's right you got it and you yeah. can't do that, right? That's bad. You don't want to. Yeah, twerk. that makes it personal. Oh, you don't. You also aren't allowed to say things are personal. That is. Uh, so, but Dion, but like Dion copyrighted it's personal. Of, How is that copyrightable? That's insane. Well, he, he's trying well, he to. It's not. He's, he's not going to succeed. He's filed for it. Yeah, he's filed um, for it. Outside of the FSU Clemson game, which was like. It was a really good college football game. I wouldn't say it was um, perfectly played or anything. Like it wasn't like uh, two titans of the sport. Um, And I think you bookended it with a really good game at at Notre Dame. But like the middle slate was 
tough, very tough to watch last weekend. Some of the games that I think were really um, Alabama Ole Miss was kind of fun. For. It was a defensive battle <sighs> for the first half, anyways. I don't know. The I'll offenses say, were so bad. I'll just say what I loved about the the Clemson game that's just so funny is how, of course, the network was dialed into like, oh, da- Davo got this kicker from that's just been on playing grad Unreal. school. They keep showing his family and this kid, and of course, he fucks up the field goal at the end. And it's just like this. It's a, it's like the opposite of one shining moment. Just brutal uh, for then, me, and, but yeah. And, and you know what? You know whose fucking fault this is? Dabo's. Dabo's. He could have recruited any other walk on, any other like recruit from another or school. Got a transfer. And, I mean, how easy is it to get a transfer kicker these days? But it's a just grad's like transfer kicker. Like, such a fucking indictment on that fucking guy to put that kid in that situation. Yeah. Dabo it's, might be my, the worst coach in college football. He has a lot of talent to work with, but man, is he insufferable. I will say, for all the talk of it came crum- crumbling quick, which is pe- nice. Yeah. People talk. People talked a lot. People talk a lot about the mystique of like Bama fading a bit under Saban, but the mystique Dabo shit. I think similar to Harbaugh is when you're winning, it's fine, but when you're losing, you look like yes, a fucking that is asshole. A great comp, Dabo and Harbaugh. Great comp. Uh, yeah, but like Harbaugh's a good college coach. No, but he you remember, yet. but a few years He's back stuck when they were losing his ways. To, a few years back when they were losing to Ohio State, he was literally on the brink of getting fired because yeah, and he, was. he was People losing. Harbaugh that was all, will not that was change all his they coaching were philosophy. So if his coaching philosophy no longer works in modern times, he will not adapt and he will be Devo Sweeney. A hundred percent. He will go to the NFL. I think he they're probably the He's been trying to go to the NFL. They're different no, sides. That's fake. They're just different sides. He's been of trying the, to get more money. They're very. They're different sides of the fucking weird religious white man coin. Uh, I, hate, I hate Dabo. Uh, let's see. But remember, Harvoss said he was going to adopt all the children of abortions or something like that. Uh, no, no. To that actually. He said, "He said, don't." He said, "He will adopt the kids if they don't abort them. You can't adopt an abortion." Okay, wait. <laughs> we have a scientific clarification wait, for Capper, which get- is important. That might be the first time in the history of the podcast where we have a scientific class clarification from Capper. On that note, Joe, take us in. Let's go to the weekly. I don't know. This is very confusing to me. I hope I picked the right ones. This is the weekly. These are the picks that count, the picks that matter, the picks that make you money. Uh, you both are pretty hot with your weeklies, but I will let Capper do the honors because he has been on fuego with Shut. your big rubber. Uh, Shut. Nebraska. P- Plus 17 versus Michigan. Michigan, very notably, have, have they covered a game yet this year? I don't believe they have. 0-4-1 in their last five. Um, Nebraska 4-2 and two in their last six against the spread. Um, Nebraska getting 25% of bets this weekend. Nebraska line opening up at 19, dropping all the way to 17.5 or 17. 17's um, fair here. Or 17, you yeah, find it. I think it's... We're, we're calling it 17, but like a very heavy public bet uh, road favorite. Uh, Michigan, I think, is really good. I think um, their defense has been 
exceptional. They haven't really played anybody yet, um, but I saw some stat that they've given up, I think, four touchdowns on the season, um, you know, forced a ton of turnovers, forced a ton of three and outs, um, and, and Nebraska is not impressive. Nebraska's kind of been forgotten about after they lost, uh, got blown out by Colorado. Um, I don't think Heinrich's any good. I will say he's that. not. He's not. Uh, he's not good. Quickly, but he's not but the worst college football quarterback of all time, like Jeff Sims. <laughs> Important. He's fine. He's fine. Um, he's like a top not, 110 quarterback. And I don't think you have to do a ton here to cover the 17 if you're in Nebraska, which I think you rely on your defense. You put a ton of pressure on uh, the quarterback. You stuff the run. And you score ten to seventeen points. I you think need, yeah, you need fourteen easily. to seventeen. That's what you're banking on yeah. for Nebraska to cover this spread. I don't know if they can get there, uh, but man, their defense think, is legit. Their defense is legit. I think. I think the crowd is really into this one. Um, I think it's Michigan's first road test of the season. I don't think they played on the road yet this year, um, and you know, like. There's probably a little bit of a mentality where Michigan is – it's not survival mode. It's it's week five, but, like, you know, you, you just get through these games. Like, you just get out with a win, and there's not much to it. Like, you just go through the motions. You beat a Nebraska team that you're much better than, and you move on to week six. That's I it. I think the one thing that really stands out to me in this game is the fact that it's a 17-point spread with a total of 39. Just – a yeah, fucking slog. is very good. Like that. But as totally far as sense the, to me. as far as the you excitement quotient, as far as the excitement quotient, the get in price right now I'm seeing it says tickets as low as thirty dollars at Memorial <laughs> Stadium. It's, it's only Wednesday night. Um, Anthony Grant, Gabe and Jr. are running the ball really well um, so far this year, despite the inconsistent play at quarterback. Um, you know, I think you just eat up a bunch of time. You play really sound defense. You put pressure on the quarterback. You get a few sacks. I think oh, you're in a man. good spot. I it's think, like Rutgers last I think this game is 24-3 all day for Michigan. <laughs> I think I that. that. I totally could see that. <laughs> just like I think they might smother them. I don't uh, think Michigan gets more than 30, but I don't know if that's enough for Nebraska to cover a 17-point spread. It could be. It could be. It, we'll it's, uh, it, you, but it is a big rubber, and that means something. It does uh, mean to, it does some sometimes. Capper, yes. uh, Rain Man, you're a big rubber, which you swapped out. Uh, at some, you 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 feel confident with Duke plus six versus a Notre Dame squad. You just talked up quite a bit, but yeah, Duke like is pretty Dame. good too. Can I give yeah. you a data dump? Oh, I think Are you're you okay about to it? anyway. So yeah. So first of all, I'm going to clear the air. This is not a grudge because Martin Freeman fucked me last week with a push. That should have been a win. <laughs> Whatever. We're going to move on from that. Okay. Good so this is Duke's first game day ever. Can anyone care to guess when the last time there was a ranked first ranked matchup in Wilds Wade Stadium was? Both y'all, please. Price is right rules. Uh, I will say 91. 19. 36 <laughs> you have 91 it's 1960 which is insane so it's we been pretty much over it. 60 years yeah. since there's you been a ranked over. on ranked matchup in Walsh Wade Stadium this is a very big deal to Duke so what's going to happen is Notre Dame 
they just competed with Ohio State. I don't think that this is, they're going to be sleepwalking this game. I think they're going to take Duke seriously, but they're going to get there. It's going to be college game day, and it's going to be like a D3 atmosphere celebrating this football game. They're like, oh, we have these motherfuckers on lock. This is not a serious football school, and they're right. Duke is not a serious football school. But what the, ha- the difference is this team is a Mike Elko Duke team, which we only probably have two to four years of before he leaves, and that's a very different thing than a normal Duke Duke team. It's a well-coached defense. The offense is ranking seventh in points per possession in the country. Okay, Duke opened as a 4.5 point dog. It moved up to six to the public's on Notre Dame. That's a big deal. And if you actually look at the look at the metrics here and look at the similar comps, Riley Leonard can run the ball. He might actually be better than Sam Hartman as a pro prospect and as a college football player. He hasn't had a turnover all year. Sam Hartman's still waiting for that three turnover game. Also, Notre Dame, we've seen this time and time again. We saw it, unfortunately, against Ohio State. He, they struggle to find the outside receivers. They struggle with the big play just like Clemson did against Florida State and every other person they played. Duke is sixth in the country at defending the explosive play. I expect that trend to continue. Does anyone know what happened last year when Notre Dame lost to Ohio State? What happened in the next game? I don't know. They lost outright to Marshall. Why not on the road against a decent Duke team? Duke has not lost by more than one score ever, ever since Mike Elko took over the helm as head coach. Last year. And is that 15 last year, games? That is 17 <laughs> games. No, You're, that is 17 games. Is this like a fucking ro- that is seven, like a that wrestling is, promo? That is 17 <laughs> games for Duke football ever. where they haven't lost by more than one score. They've only lost by more than six one time. That's a seven-point loss to Kansas with Jalen Daniels, who's ranked now at Kansas, at Kansas, lost by seven. Jalen Daniels, wagon when he was in playing. That is an impressive stat. Give me Duke plus six at home against Notre Dame. It's going to be another one-score da- game. I hope it's not seven. I hope it's either a Duke win or under six. But you it's want to know going to be one score. Completely unrelated, but my favorite statistic in all of college sports right now is the fact that Riley Leonard has two touchdown passes this year. Yeah, but he's got like, a lot on the ground. No, oh, no. He well, he you could say a lot on the ground, but not even a lot necessarily. Not relative to like Lamar Jackson numbers. He no, hasn't not, had a one hundred. Okay, fine, yard. fair. But he is a sneaky Heisman candidate. He is. Oh no, I, I think I I, I, I like killing Leonard. It for Leonard is a he's very, great. Very I like good him. Quarterback. I like him too. He's clearly good, but it no is no interceptions wild all year. That, that Duke is undefeated in this good while. If you told me Ryler had two touchdown passes, you wouldn't believe Duke was. It's not on Riley. It's on the receiving core and the fact that they have good running backs and a good blocking scheme. But I would say, not, like, you not just, what he's saying. No, I know what he's saying. I know it's just surprising. It's surprising. It's surprising. It's surprising. It's not surprising. It's surprising. To me. But <laughs> you, to that you extent, though, it. Notre Dame did. They did, for all intents and purposes, really shut down Ohio State's passing game in a Dude, meaningful some way. Absolute. And weapons. they're gonna make. They're gonna be able to make. Duke pretty one-dimensional even though Duke can like run really well Notre Dame will probably be able to pass on Duke even though Duke plays like a bend don't break I don't know this is a tough spot dude I I get I'm just going on I'm going on the stats and the numbers everyone thinks Notre Dame's going to cover this spread Duke has not lost by more than seven ever 
So we'll, we'll ride without home. home. Also, I do think the without college home. game atmosphere is going to matter. I honestly think it's going to matter for a school of Duke's caliber where this is a very big deal for them and not that big of a deal for anyone else. It is It is an interesting matchup. Um, it, it's, it seems like a different Notre Dame team to me. Like it is a – obviously they couldn't close last weekend, but like they are, they are very talented. Um, they have a ton – uh, on the lines, they have a ton of talent at wide receiver, running back. Um, the secondary played really well last weekend, actually. Um, yeah, so absolutely. It's just, it's I don't know. It, it seems sometimes it seems like oh, there there's something there, and, and it's a Notre Dame team. I think that um, with the loss last weekend, they still have a chance at potentially crashing the playoff no yeah it's kind of crazy have to, to win out like they're not go, going to right you but you win out now and you yeah if they win out they make the playoff three sure. in the last second like no notre dame i feel like still a ton out in front of them they i feel like notre i came away from that game and i believe plenty of people did thinking Notre Dame's a very good football team. Yeah, they're, they, they, they're, 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 I don't think anyone would so just beat I think, that here. So I think to that extent... But I think Duke's been impressive too. I think so. it'll be... I think the six points might be too much, but I want to move on to this next game we have that you guys are in agreement over. Uh, Ole Miss plus yep. two and a half at home yep. against LSU. I'm interested... You, you guys probably have a similar read here. LSU's a little... Is this about LSU or is this about Ole Miss? I guess is what I want to ask. Uh, for me, Ole Miss at home, uh, the spread itself is sickening. I mean, it sticks out to you like a sore thumb after last week's performance. Two and a half is the spread. Um, I think I, I highly doubt the LSU secondary, uh, and the linebackers. I think they're really bad units. Um, and I think Lane Kiffin is still Lane Kiffin. And I think he gets Jackson Dart ready to just. I mean, throw it all over these guys. Like they, they're just—it's not a good unit overall defensively, and I think they can score a ton here. They—they've kind of been waiting. They've shown a few things, a few flashes. Um, they were like, saving. The, they were saving the good stuff during Bama for this no, LSU. No, 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 not saving anything. But like they haven't been super healthy. Quinshawn Judkins, it's been struggling um, to get going. Uh, Jackson Dart, I think. I think we all know what Jackson Dart is, but like. He's capable of like blowing the top off a of defense, and I think that this LSU defense has um, their holes. I think fit well with uh, what Lane Kiffin can provide uh, for an offense. And you get them at home, you get a line that's under three. Like I don't know, it just screams like you have to be on Ole Miss at this point. Yeah, and so what I'll say is, before going into last week, I was still high on Bama. That's why I was on Bama. That's why Capper is on Bama. It's our game of the week. And Bama crushed Ole Miss. That doesn't surprise me. So I'm not going to use that loss as a reason not to take Ole Miss at home versus LSU. I think Ole Miss has not gone down in my power ratings. I think Bama is still a top five team. I think Ole Miss is probably a top 15 team. LSU, probably similar, but you're at home and you're getting two and a half. And the entire world is on LSU here. Ole Miss did play a very close game in that first half against an extremely good defense in Alabama. 
all the big power rating systems still like Ole Miss. You see SP plus FEI both think Ole Miss is going to outright. You take the 2.5 at home and you bark that money. That's all you do here. It's simple. You can't be on LSU unless you watched the Florida State game and thought they were impressive because they lost to Florida State. That doesn't make any sense. Give me Ole Miss. All right, I, I think. Yeah, I I think the concern is Ole Miss hasn't played anybody yet outside of Alabama. LSU hasn't beaten uh, anyone so, yet, so, so who cares? So their defense <laughs> has been really good outside of um, that. Like, the, the Ole Miss defense has been really good. Um, but, like, have they been tested? Jaden Daniels, I think, provides that test. But, like, I think the Ole Miss offense is going to have a little I think they did fine them. against Bama. That's the thing. It's like, I think they did yeah. fine in the first half. Then they I, got smoked, but... They I want to get to these. I want to get to these next two picks from. I want to get these. This next pick from each of you. I uh, I don't like them, so I, I'm going to go to your least favorite picks. My least favorite pick for you, Ram Man. You USC minus twenty one and a half at Colorado is too cute, but you like USC laying the points here. It's too cute. I've got nothing else to say about this pick, so please take the floor. Why don't you like it? Because Colorado's USC's defense is not USC's, great. USC's defense isn't just not great. USC's defense is like not power five level. And I told you that score. Colorado's offense is terrible now because they lost one of their wide receivers. Their second wide receiver just got injured against Oregon. Might play, but might not be 100%. Then you're just dealing with that O-line with the running game that's not existence. USC is going to be able to score at will. Colorado won't get any stops. Not a single stop. So how do they score? You're rooting for a backdoor cover if you take USC in this game. No, but a backdoor cover with like a quarterback that's going to be able to throw it around. Like, To who? man. To whoever Shadur has been playing great. Shadur's great. Twenty-one I got, no, and a half. Shadur Sanders is an NFL it's, quarterback. It's, it's, no doubt in my it's mind. three touchdowns at home against a defense that cannot stop anyone. I think USC's you're, defense you're is looking so at bad. USC, Oregon, and Washington are all pretty equal. Do you in my think? Power do you think USC's defense? You game. can't. You can't. You can't fucking tell me USC's defense is better than Colorado's defense. Even <laughs> they're I like will definitely bad, tell dude. you USC's defense is better than Colorado's defense. Colorado's a sieve. USC's actually gotten better this year than last year on defense. I actually think this is a weird scenario where a big noon at Colorado actually helps the opponent because USC is going to be as motivated as Oregon was last week to just fucking like no sorry y'all don't deserve the time of think, day we're going to fuck y'all up and it's going to be USC I, minus too cute. it's too cute I think this is a sleepwalk spot for uh, USC it's a 9am local start for for that entire yeah, team. it's a ten a.m. for Colorado. Um, Who gives a shit? <laughs> it's the same thing. Yeah, it's super early, but like the Colorado fan, but it, fan base. I think the like big they, noon helps overcome that. In the home spots, dude. Um, I I if and, I've watched it, like I, I hated the line movement in this one. Like it opened up at twenty four and a half. Why Everybody do you think after the line Colorado moved. Lost. It wasn't the sharps. But it was like it Colorado wasn't the sharps blown out. Nobody respects him anymore, and it's like, oh no, it's people still do. No one should. For some reason, y'all still aren't viewing them as they ranked seventy to eighty team that they are. While USC is, a, everyone would agree is a top ten team, right? Do we all agree USC is a top ten team? I I do love we all USC. Agree? I think are they top ten? Joe, are they top ten? Um, uh, has the potential to be yes, but on a, to me. yes, but on a neutral field, I might They're take every 10. other team. And in Colorado the top is 10. not a top seventy team, and that's why I have USC minus twenty one point five. You we'll you yourself said Colorado was a top fifty team two weeks ago. Uh, I was being nice to y'all because y'all were being so aggressive. I um, I like. 
the line seems like too much to me. No, nah, man. This is an open and shut Colorado. Also, 21 and a half points for a team that can We can gladly bet this offline. We will. I, we absolutely I, will. I, I agree with you, Joe. Um, Thank you. I think it's too much. It, it's not going to make the of board, all, but like, I, I guess it's USC, say, yes, USC is better on, than Colorado. Of all the games on the board, I don't respect taking this one. I think, I think this is the pick. last week where you can take this one. That's my point. Okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, okay. It's, it's well, Capper, now you got to take your medicine because I despise this pick right here. Auburn plus 14 and a half versus UGA. Yeah, Auburn that. sucks. Peyton yeah, Thorne sucks for sure. Um, but I don't think Georgia, the, the Georgia offense is that good. Um, I love the defense. I think they're a team that has had so much success the last few years that like they are kind of sleepwalking through games. And you saw it last weekend with South Carolina. Fair. They get off to the very slow start. Um, they kind of go through the motions. Like They're going to a very hostile environment at Auburn. Um, this is a fan base that has been starved for a um, good football team in the last decade. And I think like this is like – it's some there's something to be said to me about everybody giving you their best shot. Um, and right now George is the team that gets everybody's best shot. And, um, Hugh freeze has been in the conference out of the conference. He's won a ton of games in and out of it. He has the guys, you know, that I think like will be ready to give Georgia their best shot. So 14 and a half, you get that hook. Um, it just seems like too much for me for a Georgia team that I think kind of sleepwalks through sleep sleepwalks through moments. Um, and okay, I don't can, know. It just can seems I respond like, to this real quick? Yeah, it just seems like a so little much Auburn's for me. defense has looked good this year. Their offense has looked absolutely hopeless with Peyton Thorne having four passing touchdowns, three interceptions, and only 560 yards. Meanwhile, Carson Beck, no one's talking about him, has 1,200 yards. Okay, and he's yes, not even one of the good like, ones. Who, that's who that's they, my who point. Is the exact who oh who have they played? Good question, Capper. Who has Auburn played? They beat Cal 14 to 10. They beat Samford. No, no, and no. Then, who has Georgia played? Who has Georgia played for the 12? No, we're on Auburn. They beat Cal 14 to 10. <laughs> they beat Samford. Cal, and then they Cal went on fun. the road to Texas A&M against a backup quarterback and lost 27 to 10. Auburn is complete ass. And now they're playing Georgia. Talk about a non-top 50 team. You have the Auburn Tigers. Just because they're 3-1 and one in the SEC does not mean they're good. Georgia hasn't played anyone. They've played UAB. They've played USC. And they played Ball State and University of Tennessee Martin. But you know what they've done? Beaten them all and pretty handedly. Give me Georgia. It's, minus um, the points. Auburn is a fraudulent 3-1. and one. They are not a good team. Uh, they will not make a bowl game probably. I gotta look through their schedule. But six wins is the top. It's um it's a schedule I think that you just go through and you circle real quick like who are the public favorites, um who is the the yeah public this week it's Washington Oregon on this weekend Washington and it Oregon is Georgia this weekend it's, it's not 72% Georgia two percent yeah seventy two is not that high on in this road. one it's a line that opened up at sixteen it's down to fourteen and a half like you're still above a key number so um like. Yeah, the offense has not been great, but like, has Georgia's offense been great? No, I don't think so. So I think the defense has a little something for him. What if I told you that Georgia's offense was averaging 500 yards a game and Auburn's was averaging 371 against Texas A&M, Sanford, Cal, and UMass? Like, I, I, 
I hate. What if this, I told you that? Me, what if I told you that? This pain. This pains me to say, but I think Texas A and M will be fine. This I think year. they will be fine too. <laughs> Scoring <laughs> ten points against them. I think they're that's okay. not going to look good. Um, no, that's not good. That's but not it also, good. it's it's also right, at Kyle Field, which is a get, just a scary place to play. It's Halloween almost. Let's okay. get to fine, these last picks here. Uh, Rain Man, I'm on this one as well. It stood out to me as soon as it dropped. Kentucky minus one versus Florida. Uh, Kentucky's been just beating Florida. Yeah, Kentucky's been able to handle these games in the last couple of years. Mark Stoops quietly doing Mark Stoops things. You'll love to see that. Kentucky, they haven't played anyone to get ahead of the rebuttal that I just did to Capper before he can do it to me. They handily beat Vanderbilt, Akron, EKU, Ball <laughs> they State. They did not handily who, beat Vanderbilt. They, okay, go look the scoreboard. Go look up the score and then there come were, back. Um, uh, they have not had there a were, close game yet. There were two pick yet. sixes and the score? a interception. What was the score? They what was the score? were inside of the 20s. What was the score? So they scored 21 points off of turnovers. What was the score? On the turnovers. What was the score? They would have lost without those three What was the points. score? <laughs> Dude, are you going to say the score or should I keep moving on? Handy wins are different. What was the score? What was the score? What was the, can you give what a score? Was, score? was it 48 to 27? On the road? Okay, thank you. Um, what was it? Was it 48-31? So Florida looked pretty good against Tennessee, it? right? So that, that might give people pause, and that's why I think the line is so low at only one. But what did we say about the Florida Tennessee game when we were all in Tennessee? Is that Tennessee's kind of fraudulent without Hendon Hooker? No, it's everyone I was saying, in Florida. What are you talking about, Capper? You said we were all on Tennessee. I was on Florida. Oh, did you lose that one? No, Florida destroyed Tennessee. Right, we were all in Florida, not on Tennessee. That's my point. We were all you in Florida. Said, you said we were all in Tennessee. We're all in Florida. Yeah, we were all in Florida. We're all in Florida because we thought Tennessee was frauds. <laughs> we, right. You know Fair what? Enough. We have. We're all in Florida. Fair enough. I'm giving you but a so limit. Okay, is, you need to articulate is, yourself this is, quickly, no. buddy, because okay. this Florida, is a mess. This Florida back. looked good run against this Tennessee. This is bad. We knew Tennessee was fraudulent. That's why we were on Florida, because Tennessee didn't have Hendon Hooker, and that mattered. They have Joe Milton. So now we have Florida, who beat Tennessee, but we don't really care that much about that win because they're now playing Kentucky, and Florida's still that not that good. Graham Mertz is fine, but they're going on the road against Kentucky. That is proven they can beat florida they're a better team than florida all the power ratings sp plus fei thinks kentucky's going to win outright as well we're taking kentucky minus one at home against florida it all makes sense it logically flows fuck off Kevin. yeah it didn't flow that was that was real you, it took me a bit to get there it. it's, a, it's an after dark you recording. butchered it it was i had nothing to do with it uh Ka- you made Capper. me angry about that whole auburn not beating vanderbilt thing it was so weird didn't <laughs> no, make any no, sense auburn it didn't me up. play vanderbilt what, who uh, played vanderbilt kentucky sorry <laughs> my god see it's, it don't me up because it didn't make any sense you got this, this is, is bad this is okay Capper, your late. last your last pick here on byb i after love the florida dark. defense ucf ucf Minus 12 and a half versus Baylor. I also love this. UCF at home is similar to Utah. I think UCF at home versus on the road, completely different. Wagon alert. Uh, And for all intents and purposes, I think Baylor is the worst team in the Big 12. Um, It might not be close. I think Houston's pretty bad, too. (laughs) Yeah, give give me Houston for that one. But, like, ooh, Baylor can be there. Baylor's horrific. And and to like, you watch enough college football, you know that a Baylor team last weekend with Dave Aranda, like they've had success against Texas, they get up for that game. After that game, 
all bets are off. Like this is a team that could crumble very quickly to me um, because I think they held it close-ish early, but like they're just not competitive. Their defense is really taking a step backwards. Their offense is horrible. Um, and I actually like UCF, especially coming off a loss against Kansas State, opening the conference in Big 12. Um, I think they get home. I think they get right. I think the offense gets ball moving. Um, I think they have a chance to blow this Baylor Bears team out. So um, give me give me UCF minus 12 and a half. Give me, um, I don't know. I'm, you know it's, this one, you might take an alt line on it. You know, I think that, yeah, I, this is one where I think I like, like I, I think an alt line up to like, what, 16 and a half? Be cute yeah, with I was it. thinking like seventeen and a half. <laughs> yeah, because sickening stuff. Because it seems like the wheels are really falling off at Baylor. The and Dave Aranda's honeymoon is long over. This was expected to be a better season, and they have not. They just they haven't recruited well. They like, uh, like, <sighs> I mean, say what you want about Matt Rule, but like that was a very talented roster that Dave Aranda took over, and like Dave Aranda, I think is a good coach, but like, yeah. They don't have the bodies. They don't have it the would, guys. I would. I would. Like, it would in be the trenches so, that can compete with. These I'd be teams. so fucking happy for him if he could get out of Waco. But let's get to. Uh, <laughs> he Rain- had, he needs to at this point. So that's. Uh, let's just go through the slates here. Rain Man, give me your picks. Duke plus six versus Notre Dame in a historic game. USC minus twenty and a half. Twenty one and a half. Excuse me. At Colorado, you guys are still idiots. Ole Miss plus two and a half versus LSU and Kentucky minus one versus Florida. Capper. Nebraska plus 17 versus Michigan. Big rubber. Ole Miss plus two and a half versus LSU. Auburn plus 14 and a half versus Georgia and UCF minus 12 and a half versus Baylor. Spicy. You guys ready for these squeeze picks? Always. We're ready. Let's do the squeeze picks. Killed his whole motherfucking thing. Shit, if I do it. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah! Alright, these are the squeeze picks. For everyone who wants to squeeze out a little extra action, and uh, to start off our squeeze picks, we're going to bring back our king of the hill. He's back again. What's his name again? The Wiz. The Wiz. 2-0. The Wiz. Just some absolute god-awful, despicable picks, but two winners. The Wiz. I'm curious to see what true trash he has drudged up for us this week. (laughs) We should probably bet on it, though, because he's hit the past two, so let's hear it from The Wiz. Hey, folks, it's your boy The Wiz coming back at you from Austin, Texas. Great to be back on the pod. Hope everyone (laughs) cashed those tickets on the Marshall Thundering Herd. Yep. Got another lock of the week here for you. We're going to take the Florida Gators plus one and a half on the road against the Kentucky Wildcats. Florida with a big win against Tennessee already. Got a solid program. Looking really good. Kentucky unproven. Hasn't played anybody week out of conference. Florida's going to come in, roll them. Kentucky's also got Georgia coming up the week after. Could be looking ahead. Tough There's no SEC look ahead schedule. against Florida. Like we always say, bet what you can afford. 
which happens for us to be the house. We go all in every time. Let's go. <laughs> yes, three houses catch, now. It's a good catchphrase. I yeah. love yes, that. Three it's great. This was a bad well, my pick. Favorite, he favorite sla- thing about lazily took the hook. Which favorite does thing not about exist. the whiz is how he extends the last syllable of every sentence. You guys noticed that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, 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 it's good. Love that cadence. It's like a southern preacher, like very dulcet. I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, are you guys ready for the real main event here? Are you ready for this four teamer that's about to Drop light it. your fucking face on fire? Here we go. I feel great about this. So last week, if you just bet $10 on last week's four-teamer, you have made $0. I went 3-1. and one. Fucking Arizona. Bad read, but it's all right. But this week, I always hit them. So this is the week I think I'm going to hit it. I feel great. We're going to start with my favorite pick of the week, maybe the year. You're giving me Oregon State Ooh, the beef, home yes. on a yes. Friday night. A Friday night, a weird night to play. In the in Corvallis, the weirdest place to play against a walking dead injured Utah team. Come on, this is an alt line spot right here. They might beat the shit out of them. I love the, I love Oregon State. I love the Beavs. I love the Beavs. It is so established. Uh, next we're taking Bama minus fourteen and a half at. A battle, a bad Mississippi State team. There is the Mississippi State team. They used to have an identity under Mike Leach. It really feels like they've lost it entirely. They don't have a good offense or really a good defense. I feel like this is a spot where Bama might just beat the shit out of them, beat the shit out of a bad team. Um, next game, right. yep. I I also absolutely adore this, and and I'm probably gonna be taking the money line if I have the opportunity. Syracuse plus six and a half versus Clemson. Too. Weird play, another weird place to play in the dome. Last year, Syracuse came so close against Clemson. Syracuse might be better this year, and Clemson is worse. I think in the dome, which is going to be rocking for the 4 0 Cuse team, I think they send Dabo like uh, even more spiraling. And then oh, finally, three in the ACC? Last pick, you guys are going to love this one Texas minus 16.5 versus Kansas. I think it's just as similar to last week with the Oregon line. As soon as I saw the line for this, it was it was it was uh it was that was it. I kind of like this parlay. 